This is HPR episode 1987 entitled, Pomodoro Timer, The Evolution of a Script, PT1, and is part of the series, Bash Scripting. It is hosted by Nacho Jordi, and is about 22 minutes long. The summary is, the different stages of a Bash script that was created accidentally. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello everybody, this is Nacho Jordi, one more time uh, recording a podcast for Hacker Public Radio. And in this occasion, the name of this podcast is um, Pomodoro Timer, the evolution of a script. I'm going to do a two-podcast series because I thought otherwise the, the matter is a bit dense, perhaps. And... Um, not maybe it's a, an issue that is not interesting to everybody. I think the people who can profit the most from this podcast is the people who's starting in writing bash scripts. It's about a very basic bash script I made. I I provide the script at the in its current state at the in the show notes at the second episode. But most of most of all, this podcast is, is not about uh, about the coding in itself, but about something like coding philosophy or or something like that. I, I want to talk about this script among all the scripts I've done in my geek life because it's there's something peculiar about it. The thing is, I this is a bash script I wrote in a somewhat accidental manner. I didn't intend uh, to to write a bash script. I was kind of forced by the circumstances and I think it's uh, something very peculiar, something that was like born of itself and then developed according to its needs at my expense. So I, I thought it would be an original issue for, for a podcast. The, the script in, in question is, is a, it's a very simple one. In fact, uh, as it's a bit coding 101, isn't uh, very interesting for, in, in fact, I was even questioning if you want, if you need the, the actual code because it's very obvious. But anyway, I'll, I'll provide it in, in the next episode. The script, what, what does the script do? It, it's a timer. I use for the Pomodoro technique. Uh, the Pomodoro technique, um, for those that don't know it, it's a productivity technique created by by an Italian guy called Francesco Cirillo. I think he created in in the in the eighties. 
I'm, I'm going to describe the technique for those who don't know it. Um, basically, it's a Thai boxing technique in which uh, you alternate periods of work by pauses, and that creates a cadence that helps you helps you maintain your focus and avoid mistakes. Uh, the typical periods for a pomodoro. Uh, a pomodoro, pomodoro, it's an Italian word that means tomato, by the way, because it, the original way of measuring time was was with those was with one of those kitchen timers that have the classical timers that have the the shape of a tomato. And uh, the unit of measure of this technique is a pomodoro. A pomodoro is usually a 25-minute period. So the, the pacing in the Pomodoro technique, the, the standard pacing, let's say, goes like this. One Pomodoro of work, 25 minutes, followed by a five minutes pause. And, and then in the fourth of those pauses, instead of five, you do 10 minutes instead. All, all of this, as Francesco Cirillo explains, is highly customizable. It's not a fixed rule. Uh, it is. It seems there's there's research that shows that 25 minutes is like the the longest time period that you can focus on a matter before your mind drifts drifts away. But as Cirillo explains, you have to look at your mood, your current energy, and the the time you have available for a day. For example, it's not the same doing a sprint than a marathon, that kind of things. But the the way to start the basic model is like this. Like this. Uh, 25 minutes of work, 5 minutes pause, 25 minutes works, 5 minutes pause, 25 minutes works, 5 minutes pause, 25 minutes works, 10 minutes pause. And then it, it repeats. That's that's a basic Pomodoro technique. I, I had tried this technique before. Um, and it worked quite well for me, but for some reason it didn't, it didn't stick. Uh, this time, the, maybe the different thing is that I read, I read Francesco Cirillo's book, which is a PDF that is free, freely available in his website. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. And, and this, this time I, I was really looking for something to optimize my work and my flow and I was decided to be very disciplined about it and reap the rewards. So uh, I I read uh, Cirillo's book. He says that in all in all, all you need to know is what I already what I already told you about the technique is those 25 minute periods followed by five minute periods. But in, in, in fact, uh, you can go beyond that basic technique and find uh, a lot more about, about it. Uh, all the things you can customize and, and also I found, I found the book very recommendable because of its philosophy about what work means meaningful work means and the way we we work the, the patterns we have of work and leisure and all, all the rest it's a very interesting read in, in my view so i read Cyrilo's book and then i 
I intended to apply it to my mostly to my computer work. Most of the of, of my work is, you know, knowledge work and happens in in my laptop. So I to do that, I needed to decide what which Pomodoro timer I was going to use. I wanted a tool that that got out of the way as much as possible. I didn't want to tinker, fancy buttons, etc. Uh, about that, uh, a little world about me, my personal relationship with computers. Uh, for some reason, I'm I'm not completely geek. Not not being a regular user, I find that I I move between poles, between extremes. I'm half of the time a, a geek, a tinkerer. That's for sure. I like to to modify things and see the results and try stuff that pops up in my mind and see all kind of crazy ideas. I, I'm sure many of you who are listening, all of you identify with this. We're, we're hackers. But at the other half of the time, I'm, it's like I'm done with, with computers and I don't want to look under the hood. I just want things to work. Mm. It's a delicate balance sometimes, but in in this period when this script kind of happened, I was exactly in, in the second kind of mood. I didn't want at all to tinker or to look for apps or anything like that. I just wanted to find a simple tool that worked for me, a, a measure of seconds, and it, it's a very elementary thing. Get the, the Pomodoro system running, get it, take it out of the way and start doing actual real stuff. So then I, I started to look for what was ab- available out there. I first tried finding an Android application. And what, what, what did I find? Well, in an Android, uh, there are a lot, a lot of Pomodoro timers. I, tried most of them and uh, most of them I, I found that they had a very fancy user user in- interfaces but uh, in they fell short in functionality because I don't know for, for some reason the the alarm in the in the Android sometimes fails and uh, it's happened to me with the alarm clock too, and sometimes it it just doesn't sound or just sounds for a tiny second. I don't know. I don't know why that that happens, but it's unreliable. And also those those apps were very complicated because I guess the people who like the Pomodoro technique, the developers that wanted to do a, a Pomodoro timer. Um, the only way they could they could uh, implement their personal flavor was like doing strange graphic things or allowing extra configuration but I, I just wanted the basic plain vanilla model 25 minutes followed by 5 and then the fourth pose 10 minutes so then I, I moved and uh, tried to look uh, for online resources and uh, there I found a, a few suitable candidates 
and I finally settled with one called Tomato Timer. The URL is tomato-timer.com. I like it because it, it, it had a good rendering. Um, other, other Pomodoro timers were, did crazy stuff when I tried to reduce the, the size of the window. I also liked it because the interface was very simple. You had a count in, in minutes and seconds, I think. I think, and, um, and, um, and then, uh, also another great thing of it was that it, it, it uh, worked with key bindings. I always prefer key bindings better than, than mouse. And this one, I think it, it was like Alt, S for start the Pomodoro and then Alt L no Alt L to do a long Pomodoro 25 minutes then Alt S to do a short no 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 well I don't remember but it it, it had a it had a different it was like three key bindings for the three kinds of countdown you need so at any moment I heard the bleeping signal and I just uh, pressed the key binding and then there you go I have I I could forget about the the Pomodoro timer until the next signal came so I added this this online timer to my arsenal my daily arsenal uh, I always had it on one corner and I opened it first thing in the morning and uh, yeah really I don't know, for those who haven't tried the Pomodoro technique, it really does something to you that that pacing, it really creates a pattern that it, it even goes on. Once once you get used to it, it follows with you, continues with you even after when you're no longer using the timer. It's like you get like a timing, okay, I have to do this and then I have to move to another mode and then I have to get back to this mode. And even even when the when strange things happen, you always go back to that pace. And also um, the the estimation of twenty five minutes for concentration as concentration period. In in my case, I I cannot tell, I cannot speak for everybody, but in my case, it's very accurate. I cannot tell how many times I was about about I was losing my concentration and about to make a mistake when the Pomodoro rang I took my five minute breaks and then I looked at the problem with fresh eyes and and go on with a lot of productivity if, unless I had had that that break I would have probably made some kind of, of mistake so I, I really encourage encourage you to give it the Pomodoro technique a try because in my case, it, it really, it really worked to uh, up to this date. Maybe in some periods, for example, now I'm recording a podcast. I'm not, I'm not running a Pomodoro timer, but in in other periods when you're going to, you know, you have like a lot, of, a lot of hours available. It's good to make small chunks like stakes on the ground that help you. It gives you a pace, a, re- a rhythm, a cadence. Okay, so, well, I was with my tomatotimer.com timer. Uh, I was cranking out stuff. Life was good. 
but then one day something happened. A tomato timer disappeared. It was no longer available online. Uh, at that time, uh, what I saw is that the, the web the web had had been closed. Uh, later, in some time, I'm, I found that it's it's again it's 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 available online. So I don't know if they were doing some kind of maintenance or whatever, but it was it wasn't available, and, and all the signs were that tomato timer no longer existed. So the day that that happened again, again I was I couldn't lose a lot of time. I just wanted to start cranking out stuff. No desire or opportunity whatsoever of start uh, starting tweaking I needed a solution quick in the moment and uh, start in my in my usual production mode so that's the moment where the script uh, was born I did uh, what I would call a minimum viable script what's the minimum thing I need this computer to do and uh, it took me like three to five minutes I, I think I basically I, I it was a while do loop in, in bash uh, with the command sleep one you know it waits for one second and the while loop I did the calculations and uh, Pomodoro 25 minutes is 1,500 seconds. So the while loop took 1,500 seconds. And uh, to warn me about the break, um, again, it, it was so a choice in the moment, the first thing I could think of. So uh, what I did was using a sound I usually use for for my all my testing when I, when I need uh, for example to to determine if a part in a code is being executed if it if the computer reaches it i make it play a sound with the command a play and it this this file is called ok.wav I, it's it's a sound i took from the open office sound library and it's a, a male voice that says, okay, I use it like, like I say, to test all my scripts and it, it was handy. So I, I use it to, to, to warn when the, when the while do loop ends, the computer em, emitted this okay sound. And that was the, the proto script I used, the first version. Then when I had to do the process, I simply edited the, the script and instead of the 1,500 seconds, I, I put mm, 300 for the 5 minutes pause and 600 for the 10 minutes pause. So as, as primal, as, as simply, as rough, as gorilla, as guerrilla as it gets. I, I just wanted to go on with my day and and not to worry anymore about bash scripting. Nothing I had a lot to do and nothing could be farther from my mind than bash scripting. So this this tiny 
tiny bash script did me a good service. I think I, I used it like in that state, like for like two or three weeks. But uh, maybe, maybe it has to do with my cycles. Uh, the geek kicked in a bit at some moment, or the user in me just wanted more functionality. And uh, I, I once heard in, in in a podcast that a program is only finished when when its last user dies. Where once you have a piece of code that minimally runs, it's like the the code starts to ask you for things when when you are. When you are um, a computer aficionado, you cannot avoid to to have this kind of what if moments when you say, "Hey, with very little effort, just changing these two lines, nothing, and an echo command, I could get a lot of benefit and the new functionality." And that's what what happened to me from. The script existed, and it's like with that first seed, um, it started like to ask ask for things to me. I resisted for a while, like I say, but in the end, it was a bit like that movie, The Little Shop of Horrors. I don't know if you remember if you've seen that movie. Uh, I like the Roger Corman version better, but the one with Rick Moranis. Um, it's a musical version. It's, all, it's also funny. It's about a, a flesh-eating plant that speaks to its owner and asks it to bring it victims. Uh, the script uh, with was a bit like this. It was like asking me, feed me, feed me, and I started to add stuff to it. I tried to do it in also in a very sustainable way, just uh, adding small changes, keeping a good backup in case something got broken, which is a weird thing because even even with the minimal changes, when that happens to you uh, a couple thousand of times, you learn that no, no change is small enough that cannot break something in an echo command. You can forget, I don't know, a backslash or a, or a quote, and then, and suddenly everything screws. So that's how the, the script uh, was born. And, and from that point, I started to, to add the improvements. And I, so far, this is the, this is, I want to stop here, the first part of, the Pomodoro Timer story and in the next uh, episode stay tuned and I will tell you about the next evolutions of this small minimal script. Thank you everybody for listening and have a great day. Bye! You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. 
Eka Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.